Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, welcome back to another podcast episode with A Few Minutes with a Few. We are excited to be joining you for another episode today. We have some news to share with you before we jump into the actual part of the episode that we are going to be uh, studying and talking with you about. But Maddie and I have been trying to figure out a bunch of different things as of the past couple days and especially today that we're recording this episode. And Maddie, you want to share about it because I feel like I've talked about it so much in the lives and stuff so you share well, what's going on. most of you have probably already heard it yeah hopefully we did a live on Facebook and then one on Instagram but Instagram changed something so we couldn't share it to our story yeah uh so it's not still up on Instagram or anything right but if you do want like in-depth stuff I guess you mm-hmm. could go and watch the Facebook live if but you'll up. pretty much get all the information yeah if it's still up Ever since we posted a picture with our friends, Marianne and Jaden, we got like some really, really good feedback from mm-hmm. that post. And then we had another post where we had Lily's hands painted mm-hmm. and you guys can go look at that on our Instagram or Facebook pages. But that was just kind of speaking out about how all lives matter and, you know, we used that hashtag and everything and... We actually got really, really good response from both of those posts. Which was absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, because we really didn't think we would. Oh my goodness, we were so scared that the feedback would be, like, negative. Oh my goodness, like, I can't believe you said that, you know, or would whatever takes that, you know. So, we posted those, had good response, and then... Like, thousands of people, good response. Yeah. It was crazy. And then, after that, our numbers started going down a ton. Like, not as many views, not as many likes, not as many shares, like, everything just on Facebook, not Mm -hmm. on Instagram. But on Facebook, all of our numbers started going down. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't from those two posts. This happened right after we posted this. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because of those two posts because literally, like, everyone who followed us or liked the page or anything like that had liked the picture, seen Mm -hmm. it, whatever. We didn't, like, lose followers, but Mm -hmm. it just wasn't that as many people were seeing it. So, ever since we posted those two pictures, our numbers have gone down, what we say, like 75%? Yeah, it was like down 75% yeah. in the last 25 days or something. Yeah, if you could hear that in the background, it was just a tractor. <laughs> Gotta love the country. Uh, so, we have just kind of been monitoring it, and it has continued to kind of stay the same, but it's usual. So, we believe that Facebook has started censoring mm-hmm. our posts and not letting it show up in people's feed. And so, we have devised a plan to switch over to another type of social media called 
Parler, and Parler is a kind of new form of social media, mm-hmm. but lots of people are switching over to it because they have said that they won't censor anyone's posts, uh, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, Christian, non-Christian, like it doesn't matter, they're not going to take anything down. So lots of people have been switching over to that just mm-hmm. because stuff has been getting censored so much. So we have made an account on Parler and we're asking that if you still want to see our posts and everything, go and download Parlor. We also really want to support them that they are mm-hmm. giving us our freedom of speech mm-hmm. and um, not censoring anything. We really want to honor that and right. support them. You can go and download Parlor in the App Store. Mm-hmm. It's all free. And then you can follow us. Our account name is the few.blog. Mm-hmm. But if you search the few, I think it'll come up, right? If you search I the few, so. yeah, it'll come up in the mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Like Maddie said, we're asking for your support on those on that platform, I should say, because we want you guys to be able to hear the truth. We want you to see our posts and to get updated. Because as far as we know, it's just not showing up in your feed. If you would like go to Facebook and search the few, you would be able to hopefully, as far as I know, see everything on our page. Yeah. It's just that if you follow us or like our page or anything, um, you would normally get, you know, updated or it would come up in your feed when you got on Facebook. But Mm -hmm. now, as far as we know, it is not for the majority of our followers and different things. Um, And we don't think that anything has been messed with on Instagram, but Facebook and Instagram are tied in together really tight. So I'm not sure, you know, who knows that might be coming as well that they're going to censor our Instagram page. Uh, Hopefully not. We're praying because it's all the same stuff, all the same posts. We Mm -hmm. just post them to Facebook and Instagram. Different platforms. So that's exactly what we're going to be doing on the different, like, so we're going to keep doing Facebook and Instagram posts, even Mm -hmm. though some of it might be censored. Like, a couple people, it might still be reaching, so it's just easy. Put it there, whatever. Copy and paste, you know, simple. And then on Parlor, we're going to really try to make that our main account, if that makes sense, our main platform Mm -hmm. that we're reaching people. But you can also do it through the blog because we literally own the blog. They can't censor anything on our blog because we have copyright. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that's the way it stays and that is what we're hoping for. But honestly, at this point, we're just praying that the Lord uses whatever he wants in whatever way he wants. So yeah. So if you go to the app store to download Parlor, it is Parlor with an E instead of an O. So mm-hmm. P-A-R-L-E-R. Right. Spelled a little bit different, but we definitely want to recommend that everyone supports them. Okay. So let's jump in. <laughs> For this episode, we're going to be talking about um, our brand new blog post, mm-hmm. which our mom actually wrote for us. And So good. Yeah, it is a good one. So good. Uh, and it's called Let the Arrows Fly. It's honestly, it's targeted more towards parents. Like mm-hmm. we wanted the girls in our Bible study, their parents to read it and that kind of thing. But it is also for teens, for, you know, Mm-hmm. Whoever wants to read it, because uh, it's something that all of us can apply to our lives, even if we don't have kids, if we're not married. Like, absolutely, yeah, so. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. If you have seen the post, then great. Hopefully, you are on our email list and following the blog as well, yeah, um, and getting notified when we post something new. However, this post, my mom starts it off by talking about Hannah and how she is longing to have a kid. And it is just, huh? 
Oh, Hannah she, in the Bible. Yeah, Hannah this in the Bible. Someone we know, or <laughs> not just some random person. Anyway, she is longing to have a child, and she goes to the temple and faithfully prays, mm-hmm. like. Not just a you and I prayer where we we say, you know, oh, for five seconds, dear Jesus, you know, help us um, with this, help this person that's sick. You know, like we have such flighty prayers in our lives right now. I feel like Christians just, mm-hmm. we really don't take prayer as seriously as we did. Hannah is like going to the temple. She is prioritizing that time with God and she's asking him, to give her a child. And for years, she's been doing this. Like, you have to understand, this is a long time. This is not just like, oh, one day we go to the temple (laughs) and uh, we leave and thank you, Jesus. You know, no, it is... I forget how long it was or if it was we know, a while. but it was a long time. I don't know if we know or not. It was a long time. And my mom in this blog post, I'm going to read this part because I can't say it any better than she did. She said, this is a beautiful story of how God hears his children's cries of grief and longing, then answers their prayers. He is so faithful to those who love him. And this is the part that I really want to focus on today in this episode. She said, But I was thinking afterward, how did Hannah give up the son that she so desperately desired? Didn't she want him for herself? You see, Hannah raised her son only until he was weaned, then took him to the temple so that he could serve the Lord. He was the Lord's after that. Mm -hmm. Not hers. Didn't just stay with her until he grew up and, you know, got a job and all this stuff. Nope. Mm -hmm. He was going to go serve the Lord. And this is the part that is so good. She says, of course she wanted her son for herself. But she wanted her son for God's glory even more. And I feel like this is the part, I think that parents probably can relate to this a lot more just because they know what it, what it's like to have kids and to raise them and to pour into them and help them learn and grow in life. Mm-hmm. But I really want to speak to the young people who may be listening in this episode. Because I know that we have a lot of teen girls out there and some guys who are listening that I want you to know that this this affects us as well. Like, you may not have a job. You may not be um, married yet. You may still be in school. You may not have kids. You may not whatever. But this applies to you. And Maddie and I are going to talk about how this applies to us. Like, in real life. How does this story apply to us? How can we live this thing out? And... I guess I would say that as young people, we don't think, we like to talk big like, oh, you know, yeah, in the future, I'm going to go to this college or, you know, when I get married, I'm going to do this or I'm going to raise my kids this way and buy this fancy house and car and all this stuff, right? We talk big about our futures, but when it comes to actually making the choices now that will affect our futures, I don't think we think very much about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what if you thought right now, with the choices that you're making for your school, the priorities that you have, most importantly in your life right now, the priorities, the things that you're spending the most time doing, the friends that you're hanging out with, the activities that you're doing, you understand that that is going to affect your marriage someday. You you understand that that's going to affect your kids someday right? Like all of the little choices and the decisions that you make now affect your future and most importantly, your priorities. And I know that Maddie and I have said it time and time again in many, many episodes and blog posts and everything else that when your priorities are not in the right place, then it affects your whole life. And we mean that, you know, like if you're, uh, let's use an example. If your priority 
is always work and you will do anything for your work. You will work overtime. You will spend so much time doing it and this and that and whatever. That's going to affect your kids one day because you're probably going to be a person who just can't stop working, Mm -hmm. who doesn't understand how to stop thinking about work. And that's going to affect how you spend time with your family. That's going to affect how you communicate with your spouse one day. And I know this sounds crazy, guys. Like, especially for us young people, right? We're like, oh, you know, getting married and having kids and stuff. That's a long way away. I don't have to worry about that right now. But the things that we do and the priorities that we have now, that's going to affect our relationships. That's going to affect our um, kids and how we raise them. And I don't want to sound like some, you know, master parent here who has, you know, raised kids and done this before because I haven't. I want us to realize as young people that the priority that I have now, so if I prioritize Jesus in my life as opposed to work, okay, if I really prioritize the Lord and going to church and making him my top priority and doing anything that he asked me, praying for people on the street, if he asked me to go somewhere, if he asked me to spend time with him multiple times a day, if he, like whatever it may be, if I choose to do that, overwork all the time and worry about money and all this stuff, then my kids are going to see that one day. I will be able to tell them, oh yeah, you know, when I was your age, when I was, you know, 14, 15, 16, when I was your age, I prioritized the Lord in every single way that I could. And that will affect how you raise them because you see that, you know, work is not the most important thing. You will realize that school is not the most important thing. Those are all good things in our lives that we should be involved in, right? God calls us to work hard. He calls us to be smart so that we can live well and glorify him most importantly. And that's what Hannah wanted for Samuel. She wanted him to glorify the Lord in a way that other people weren't. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what God calls us to, especially as young people. And this applies to everyone out there. You may be a parent who's listening to this and going, I want that for my kids. Maybe I didn't prioritize the Lord as much as I wish I could have um, when I was young, but I want to start now so that they can, that they can see that for me. I would encourage y'all, let's think about this. Every single decision, every single choice and your priorities, they're going to affect when you get married. They're going to affect how you treat your spouse. If you spend time with them, if you talk to them, if you, I mean, like I've seen couples who are so ingrained in work and all their stuff that like they don't even spend time together. You know, it's like, oh yeah, we live in the same house, but you know, we don't spend time together. We don't go do stuff together. We don't, you know, we send our kid off here so that we can go um, to work every day, all day. And, you know, like they don't spend time with each other. They don't prioritize that. And then what ends up happening, what do we usually see is that church isn't a big part of their lives. They um, think doing stuff together that brings them closer to the family, that's not a priority. And they may not think that those are bad things, but they would rather prioritize work or they would rather prioritize the different things that they're doing in their lives mm-hmm. in order to, you know, either make a name for themselves, make as much money as they can so they can send their kid to the best college. But yet, is that really worth it? 
Like, if you send your kid to the best college, but they don't, like, they're not close to you in any way because you just spent all your time trying to make money, you know? Like, those are things that, as young people, I think we should have to make that decision ahead of time. It's good to say, okay, Jesus is going to be my priority, whether that means, you know, how I in a relationship, how I raise my kids, how I go to work, how I talk to people at work, my schooling, like he affects everything. And when he does that, he in turn affects your entire future. Yeah. So, uh, there are like two ways that this applies to us younger people that is right off the top of my head. One is that you already live in a home where your parents do uh, prioritize Jesus and Mm -hmm. they do want you to spend as much time with Jesus as you can instead of at school or at sports or at friends' houses or uh, just all all the different things. And so then it kind of seems normal to you to make Jesus a priority. And I would kind of say that that's the boat that me and Lily are in because our parents have always taught us to spend more time with Jesus than Mm -hmm. we do with other people or with just doing different activities and Mm -hmm. stuff. But the second thing is that you don't live in a home where your parents prioritize Jesus and you Mm -hmm. haven't been taught that your whole entire life. And that is a much more difficult situation to try and overcome because Mm -hmm. like me and Lily, that has just kind of been ingrained in us our whole Mm -hmm. lives. It's natural. Um, Yeah. That Jesus is a priority Mm -hmm. automatically. Right. But it is so much harder to make him a priority Mm -hmm. when the rest of your family isn't Mm -hmm. doing that. And it's even harder if you aren't making that decision now in your younger years then uh, when you do get married or when you do mm-hmm. have kids, it starts right now. Right. And we found this verse from Joshua. It's Joshua twenty four fifteen, and it says, And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your fathers served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he starts off that verse with, choose this day whom you will serve. And I think that is totally key, is that it starts today. It is a here and now decision. Mm -hmm. It is not a decision that you make when you do have kids. It's not a decision when you make when your kids are like two and you're like, oh, we should probably start going to church or Mm -hmm. something, you know. It starts right now. You Mm -hmm. start doing it yourself, you start going to church, you start doing Mm -hmm. your devotions, you start spending time with Jesus. And then when you do have kids, when you get married, that is something that your kids just automatically see because Mm -hmm. it has already been made a priority in your lives. And it's so much harder to do that once your kids are older or you've Mm -hmm. already started them in the extracurricular activities or that kind of thing because then it's something that's important to them and Mm -hmm. it's something that's important to you. And not saying that you can't have those extracurriculars Mm -hmm. when you prioritize Jesus. It's just the fact that that is not something that you Mm -hmm. worship, that you want to do constantly, Mm -hmm. that you make your top priority. So, Then the last part in this verse says, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He doesn't start off with, but as for my house and I, Mm -hmm. but me Mm -hmm. and my house. So it starts with us. And that is what I think we've messed up on. I have not seen, and I'm just going to be legit here. I have not seen a family 
who goes like they start in the worldly stuff right they they do the sports they do the work they do the school they get into all these things and then go oh yeah we need to make jesus a priority he needs to be involved in all this stuff Mm -hmm. and then make jesus their main priority and then uh let it flow into all the other things does that make sense i have never seen that now i have seen some families who they started with jesus And then they did a couple, not all, right? I think we can mix that up sometimes. We're like, oh, well, I have to be in every sport. I have to do basketball and softball and tennis, and I have to do uh, golf, and I have to do all this stuff. (laughs) You know, I'm just making up stuff here in order to make a name for myself, in order to be able to get into a good school and make good money. And this will help my kids when they do sports because they will know who I am and all this stuff. And listen, guys, choose this day whom you will serve. Are you going to live for the worldly stuff that they have for you? And are you going to give all your time and all your resources and all of you in order to do those things? Or is it going to be like Maddie said, I'm going to serve the Lord. And then that flows into how I, how I raise my kids, my relationships, my friendships, my everything. It Mm -hmm. flows into that. Choose this day whom you will serve. I don't think that we actually understand what that means. Jesus says, today can be the day that you make the choice to serve me. Mm -hmm. And I think that that that's our problem as young people is that we think, oh, I've always got the next, you know, 30 years, right? I mean, I've always got the time when I get married, then I'll start being legit, right? Then we'll go to church. Then I'll make Jesus a priority. Then when I have kids, I'll take them to Awana. I'll take them to Bible school. I'll do all this stuff. Listen, those things are great. But if Jesus is not a priority, then you can take your kids to church all you want. It's probably not going to change their lives. Mm -hmm. It might impact them and praise God if it does. I hope it does. But it's not going to change their lives because guess what? Yeah, the Sunday school teacher only has them for an hour on Sunday. You have them all week, every day, 24-7. They're in your house. Your spouse, the spouse that you marry, knowing who God wants you to marry. Like, I have seen so many people marry the wrong person and then it ends up in a complete disaster because they were not walking with the Lord and he was not a priority in their lives. Therefore, they didn't listen to God when to help them and to guide them when it came to who to marry. Like, these things just end up in a disaster. And as young people, like, listen, today is the day. Do you want your kids, like, do you want to, one of my goals has always been that I want to be able to tell my kids, like, I've been serving Jesus my whole life. Not, oh yeah, I started when you were born, you know? Not, yeah, yeah, we've been going to church, but, you know, we kind of got uh, actually serious about it a year ago or, you know, what, like, I want to be able to tell my spouse and my kids that I've been serving the Lord and that he does come first. Because trust me, that changes everything about you and everything about your future and how you live. Choose this day whom you will serve. And I love Maddie's point. As for me and my house, listen, it comes, it always, it always, always, always comes back to you and your relationship with Jesus. Nobody else, you can't blame anybody else for not being close to Jesus right now. Mm -hmm. 
You can't blame your pastor. You can't blame the people that are in your lives that are Christians that are trying to help. Like, you can't blame anybody. If you don't feel close to Jesus right now, that's, that's your fault. You haven't made an effort. You haven't chosen whom this day you will serve. That's what the few is all about. Getting serious about being serious for Jesus. It means today. Not waiting till tomorrow. Not waiting till next year. Not waiting till you get married or have kids or any of that. It starts today. It starts when you're stressed about school and you're trying to figure out all the responsibility and thinking about your future. Like, I think that as young people, especially, we are so caught up in planning our futures, right? Oh, which college am I going to go to? Am I going to go there? Do it online? Am I going to, you know, move out at this time? Am I going to do this or that? We can plan all that and think about the future in that way. But when it comes to, oh, what's it going to look like when I'm raising my kids? Am I going to raise them for Jesus? Or am I going to raise them to bring me glory? Am I going to raise them to bring themselves glory? How am I going to raise it? Mm -hmm. How am I going to pick my spouse? All of that comes back to this verse right here. And I know that it totally is hard to make Jesus a priority, but you were made to do hard things. Mm -hmm. And you can do hard things because it's totally worth it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it may be difficult for the here and now, but in terms of eternity, it is so worth it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wrap up in prayer. I know this one's a little bit <laughs> long, not just a little bit. It's kind of long, yeah, uh, okay, but we hope that you guys got something out of it. Um, we really enjoy recording this stuff for you. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're going to wrap up in prayer. Dear Lord, we just thank you for this day, and I thank you for this episode, and I thank you that you do help us to make you a priority. We don't have to do it on our own, and I thank you that you sent Jesus to die for us so that we could make you a priority, and I pray that we really would put this into action and start making you a priority today, and I pray that you would just guide us and protect us. In Jesus' name, amen. Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, reminder, please uh, download Parlor and join us over there. We can't wait to see you and connect with you. Don't forget to like and follow this podcast so that you can get updated and notified every time we have a new episode. And we will talk to y'all later. Bye, guys.